Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkout. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work, we'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. (laughs) Every single day. Love the Liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? Du- I would say double. Oh, I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com Make a fat. 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 Make a f
know you love dreams, Jables. It's one of your uh, pastimes, your hobbies. You love when people come up to you at parties or work functions and just talk to you about the dreams they had last night. Yep. Or show me shells that they got from the beach. (laughs) It's just never quite the same, right? When you're finding it on the beach, it's just so shiny and great, right? Yeah. By the time you bring it to me. It's an ashtray. Child or otherwise, it looks just like a dry rock. (laughs) And nobody cares about the shells that you pick up as much as you. Now, go ahead. I had a dream last night that... I was running from the cops underneath the blades again and just trying to get out of the circumstance I was in. (laughs) Now the blades under the blades thing. Do we explain or? I think we should. It didn't. Again, this wasn't, that wasn't your time. (laughs) So So, you like to, you heard a phrase on Murder Mountain that you just. Great Netflix series, by the way. Suggested by our listeners. Everybody's like, dude, you got to watch Murder Mountain. job, guys. We're in, and uh, I, I totally dig it. But we, we had a conversation after this, because during the first episode, this guy, just so nonchalant, I was like, man. Yeah, I've been under the blades I've a been couple under the times. Blades a couple oh, times. and they just showed the, the police helicopter. And him running from the cops. Mm-hmm. And, and you I just, was like, man, I'm, I'm oh, taking this. You fell in love with it. Yeah, because we all do it. We all find phrases that we like in different walks of life and you're like oh man i think i think i should add that phrase to my repertoire not me i'm a a phrase maker Uh, look i am as well get the fuck off my lawn with that but uh that one got me Uh stung me you know right there I was. Yeah, I've been under the blades a few times and ever since (laughs) so you go i'm gonna steal that and i was just like what what time would you be able to say you were under the blades? <laughs> and so ever since you've been trying to just nonchalantly put it in, I'm like taking the kids to some party at a skate skate rink, skate rink. And you, I don't somehow thought that that was a time. Yeah. Yeah. And I, again, had to caution you. Don't, <laughs> don't force it. <laughs> Don't force it because I do. And I, and I think there is going to be a time, which I've said to you when it's, it's just going to click. We're going to be in LA. We're going to, something's going to happen. We're going to be involved in some kind of thing. And there's going to come the helicopter and you will be able to slide that in, in a conversation. You will be so happy whether you're the one in the accident, you're hurt. You're going to look up. Mm. James. I'm under the blades, yeah. Boom, last words. Yeah. And it's really going to, it's going to make so much more of an impact instead of you keep trying to put it into a normal day. Let me ask you this. Would you be upset if that was my last words to you? Or would you find it hilarious for years to come? I think at this point, that's how you, it would have to be with you and I. Like you would have to have some kind of, you know, how you would always get on the plane and be like, bury me in the Gucci store, yeah, right? Yeah. I said, look, if something happens to me, bury me inside the Gucci and store. And I would always like try and make you like say something else so that wasn't your last words and you never <laughs> would. You just would leave it like that and turn off the phone. Because it was two chains. If I die, bury me inside the, the Gucci store. Sure. And so I would, I would text you and you'd be like, hey, have a Every safe trip. Every time you got and I'd on be a like, plane. 
James, if I die, bury me inside the grocery store. And you're like, boom, turn off your phone. You put it down. And yes. so you can't nope. have any other yep. exchange with me. So you're and I would have now. to be left with that. So now, you know, what our relationship has evolved in and the kind of things I've let go of as far as like <laughs> having a certain kind of relationship with my husband. <laughs> As kind far of as loving, what? Just kind of loving and like, you know, the the birthday post or Valentine's Day post that's real sincere. <laughs> I've let that go. I'm never going to get that. You're the light of my life. You know, you take care of our family. Me You're the rock. Up. Yeah, I'm never going to get that. And it's, you know, part of marriage is letting go of some of the things you wanted and hoped for. <laughs> in a in a relationship and then you get to a point where it's just where we are. And so again, I do not in- expect any nice sincere messages from you ever. If you want me to grow ban you on Instagram at st james st james, I will. I'll grow ban you on on my Instagram. No, your, it's okay. Birthday. Our listeners actually put nicer things under your posts than you ever could. <laughs> so they have kind of picked up the slack for you Here's the as thing. a husband. Let me, let me break it down for the audience. Sure. Right. And this is any man-wife relationship. Friends are, we're, we're, look, we're in the entertainment industry. So like, I, we, I obviously view it as a joke. Everything is a joke to me because I don't, yes. I don't want, like I'm past the point. I've been years past the point of having a serious Instagram of like, oh, oh yeah, no, these are a few of my favorite things. And it's my family. It's the thing of like writing your mom an Instagram birth, you know, yeah. thing where it's like, she's not on Instagram. She's not on Instagram. It's she's not on Facebook. just for everyone else to see your thoughtful side of like oh he really cares about his again mom i think it's stupid so it's fine we yeah. don't have to but i'll grow ban you but it'll be in a special special a way. special way but yeah so the last words that i think you do need to say to me are have to be i mean it'll change i'm sure but bury at this my point, dick separately right something yeah. like that you have make sure my dick is cremated, but I'm I'm preserved in a mausoleum. Clear my browser history. <laughs> Don't let my mom see my yeah. college laptop. Throw the laptop away. Try to figure out how to burn the cloud. Like right, yeah, something right, like something something like that. Yeah, I, I'm gonna work on it. I'm gonna work on some death phrases. Yeah, uh, under the blades. I'm under the blades. I'm would under the be blades, a, baby. at this point. If you died within the next couple of weeks, would be a good one. But it does need to. Ch- it, it will evolve. I'm sure. You know the sick part of me, the morbid part of me. When I almost, I, I thought I was going to die on that flight a few months ago, um, and I had ma- made peace with it at that point. You know, was the fact that I didn't. You're so high up, you don't get a chance to leave a message or right. do anything, and. Uh, I watched that, you know, that Paul Greengrass movie about uh, the United, what was it, United Flight 93 or, uh-huh. um, they had, remember when there was phones on the back of the seat? Yes. And playing yeah. and like, they had all of these messages from people or conversations with mm-hmm. their family about what they were able to yeah. say and do and, yeah. and all that stuff and have last words. I, I, I looked and I was like, there was a, a part of me was like, ah, maybe I can make a call and no, that, that feature is now gone from every plane. You cannot make a call from a plane. It is, but don't you think if you made like a video or put a, glad made you, like a voice memo or something that if they found... Glad you brought that up. Somebody died. A mom died uh, recently on 
I forget it was a flight or something like that. On a flight? When did that? I believe. Crash? Um, I know. I'm gonna, I haven't I'll, heard about a plane crashing uh, in a but, long but time. But Jesse, you don't read and or watch news. Has a domestic um, flight fucking crashed in like? Hang on, GoPro. Years. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about uh, uh, nonsense here for about two seconds. So okay, I can, so you're looking for well. I just then I'll just tease really quick. I'm going to do a crime corner later that's going to redeem me. Yeah, <laughs> from the crime corner I did yesterday. The on sorry on the last show, um, and I'm really sorry about it. But you know, I just say I just put out. If I get a story enough times, sure. I gotta just put it out because clearly that's what you guys want. He, yeah. So anyway, go ahead. What happened? I, I What'd you find? I found it. Um, it was. I'm sorry. It was not a, a, a plane crash. Um, okay, good. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but but look, it, it was. It's called the 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 story that popped up. This was um, uh, last year. Was the GoPro lost at sea? Discovered by a uh, in Australia. Um, she was using her brother's GoPro when it was lost at sea with photos and videos dating back to, to 2012. Um, she thought she had lost it or whatever, and it was just like, oh, shit. All right, great. Um, so I was thinking to myself, you know, all right, this thing made it. I don't carry anything on me that I think would survive a, a, a flight, like right. a, a plane crash whatsoever. I, I don't think if I made a video on my phone that... I don't think it would survive the crash. Do you? I guess I don't know how that works. I don't either. And because I, I was thinking about this too, if I left a text, um, I don't like if you can't send it. Right? Would it still be there? And again, you're in a fucking plane crash. I don't think any of that shit survives, right? So I guess that's good. To, that's a good reason to always have go go in flight. I don't know. That's the worst fucking thing of all time. Like it never at works for me. At least you can send an email it, 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 the, at the it, very last ugh, minute. It never works for me. Maybe, yeah, because it it does perform basic functions that go yeah, go like in you flight. Could send an email. Christ, video. Good luck on that thing. Mm-mm. Pay. It doesn't let you stream. Eighty dollars for, sure. for that dumb shit, uh-huh. and you can you can barely you know if you're using simple it's not for sites, streaming. You know that. I, I know. Oh, okay, okay. I know, but but the problem is every site is now streaming. Oh, okay. So what do you, you like? You, Facebook, for example, is yeah ninety percent videos now from people. You know, Twitter. Yes, you can use Twitter, uh, but you can't. You know, if people are posting gifts or memes or you know, like, you know, you can't find any of that shit. It's it's good for about ESPN and you know maybe maybe Drudge Report. Drudge Report is still so basic that it's just yeah yeah. That it's still just it's like miraculous a, drudge report that it's been like that since its inception and it has not never changed. And it's the highest. I think it's the third high but besides porn. It's the, like the third highest watched news site on the planet. And right. it is just basic black and white prints. Yeah. But it's for like some reason pictures. you take that. You like believe that more. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When it's very basic like that and almost like newspaper like you're yeah. like, okay, I trust that. Yeah. I don't know. More than like a flashy Russian site. No, I that, don't know. Yeah, exactly. I think that might be a, a good business, though, for somebody to get into of like a death videos or something where it's just like, hey, you go and record it secretly and then they pop up later, like in the will, where you're just oh, like, oh, hey, yeah, yeah, give yeah. Give these videos to my wife and kids or whatever, and you just go for a day, you know, yeah. and do it. I guess you could record it on your own and then give the tapes to your lawyer or whatever, but. Um, 
Yeah, but if you got it like perfect, yeah, if it was nicely lit and everything, when you were like, oh, all right, slow cool. motion, good yeah. music, yep, me running, right, um, yeah, right, maybe you doing a lot of like slow motion, like, Baywatch, yeah, I recreate Baywatch, yeah, yeah, again, <laughs> for even you and your my fucking children. death video won't be sincere. <laughs> It'll just be a lot of you doing karate and like. <laughs> <laughs> You need to see my karate moves for the yeah, rest of Yeah, and I'm like, oh my life. gosh, I didn't even know he did karate. Did karate. He was a really... And you're like super masterful, like you somehow <laughs> figure. You've learned this like form, of karate Maga, form, like really... Israeli hand-to-hand combat. Mm-hmm. I'm just doing these beautiful strike punches and you're like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Um... And then it just gets, it keeps getting darker and darker after yeah, that. I've yeah. also killed this man in Dearborn, Michigan. Right. And then it just shows right, me violently. Right. And it's scored to that Lady Gaga song from uh, A Star is Born. Which one? The sh- oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm just stabbing some guy in Dearborn, Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just rising up, stabbing this guy in Dearborn, Michigan with an ice pick. And that's like, whoa, man, yeah. Ross really lived a full life, didn't he? Right. He was amazing at Krav Maga and murder, and I had no idea. I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea it was such a good murder. That would be a great death video. Yeah, it would. It would. But I don't think anybody cares anymore, you know? I don't think people care enough to do shit like that. It's weird. After I talked to that guy, uh, Patrick Gordon, who was the, the uh, Brosman winner of the year. Right. Um, who's dying of cancer. He's got you know, mm-hmm. a few weeks left to live. Right. When, when I talked to him, you know, for what was it, like an hour and a half that show yeah. was or whatever, he, he was like, man, all of this is just stuff and, you know, memories are kind of what you have and, yeah. and all that stuff. So I don't know. I, I think... I think me personally, between books, movies, podcasts, everything, I, I think I've left enough behind at yeah, this point. Yeah, for sure. Where I'm like, all right, cool. If there was any, you know, because we have two young children, if there was any mystery about who I was, you can literally go back through. I mean, I've between this show now and Drinking Bros, I've done close to 700 episodes now at this point. Yeah. When your child asks if you are gone, you know, who you really were, I would just show him like episode 100. Of the drinking bros. <laughs> and, and he'll just be like, is there video? I'm like, they weren't doing video at that time. At that time, thankfully. Um, but there really is people having <laughs> sex in front of them. And that's where your dad was. <laughs> in some cabin? Where were you? Airbnb in Denver. That's the weird thing about Airbnbs too, by the way. Is you don't, you really don't know what's going on in there. Well, because, there was a whole story about people using them for porn, oh, porn. Yeah, porn yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. So I think that's, they have that's like real, a, by the way. Yeah, and they have like disclosures, disclosure, disclosure, eh, disclaimers, disclaimers. There we go. Now on uh, no, but like if you're if you're renting the Airbnb, it's like no events, no filming, no blah blah. So it's yeah, like, but it's all not that you, you can can't stop, stop it. it. No, yeah, you can't stop it. You don't care. I just think that it's it's hilarious that there is a house, a nice house in Denver that has had strangers fucking on it and then four people circled around the bed announcing it. And this guy has no idea. And I met him too. You know, you have to, you you meet your host. 
Oh, I like, hate hey. meeting the host. So do I. I I'd rather it just be like the to just give me the code. Yeah, exactly. Um, I met the host and like the the funny thing about Denver is because they passed, you know, they legalized marijuana. At the time we did that show, it was new. So they were doing these marijuana tours and all this shit mm-hmm. through Denver. Where it was like, so oh. So they thought you were just there for the weed. Oh, yeah. And, and so when the guy brought me in, you know, and it's literally showing me every last square inch of this place. And I'm like, bro, I don't. I just wanted to scream out, bro. I don't care. People are about to fuck in here. You know, yeah. like, hey, I just I don't. But you couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah. So I had to go through the whole entire house and I'd be like, oh, yeah, this is, ooh, this is wonderful, fantastic. Yeah, this is going to be great to smoke weed in. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to smoke weed here and here and on the bed. Yeah. And, and But here's the funny thing is, so he had a, he had a, a bong ready for me, a full, full-size glass bong, um, uh, a pipe. You know, for traveling, if I wanted to smoke on the porch. So he brought me up to this, like, porch off the bedroom. And he's like, okay. he goes, now, out here, this is great. Like, if you just want to smoke at night, you know, just kind of look up at the stars and the moon. Like, this is a great porch for you smoking You seem like a on. super chill dude. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, You're dude. like, what about me makes you think I'm going to sit on the porch and just... <laughs> Hooch up. Hooch up and, and unwind. That, and that's the other thing. It's like, man, I like... I've, you know, at that point, I've been living in LA for fucking 15 years or whatever. I'm just like, bro, brother. It's, it's not. It's been, we've had weed in LA for 10 years yeah. at this point. Like, Even when it wasn't legal, it sort of seemed like it was legal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then it led me to believe, I was like, man, maybe people are just flying into Colorado for their marijuana yeah, tours. Yeah, dude. I'm just like, oh, Remember did, they did that bro. New Year's thing on NBC or something? Yeah, and yeah. like the, all the correspondents were like getting high yeah. and... At these weed parties? We're going to look back at those videos with just, as Americans, with just extreme embarrassment and like so em- 15 it was, years. It's embarrassing already. When you're me. like, oh, look at this. This is Susie. <laughs> Susie's a teacher. But right now she's smoking marijuana because it's legal here. Ooh. And it was like, how do you feel, Susie? And Susie's Guys. like, oh, I feel a little uh, a little of- loose. Yeah, yeah. I'm and getting like, a little bit loose. Come on. Come on. Don't you show me that that's going to be the embarrassing part of all of this in like 10 years. Looking back at those videos, <laughs> it's already It's already just been weird to me because, again, in L.A., it just seemed legal. My parents were smoking it when I was young. You know what I mean? It yeah. just seemed kind of normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it wasn't until I moved to other places where I go, oh, yeah, it's illegal. Yeah. Like Whoops. severely illegal, Whoopsie right? Dung. Yeah. Because even in California, it's like, oh, okay. You got a joint. Like, just go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Whereas here, it'd be like jail time. Yeah. Any amount. I was walking down the the street in North Carolina. I was walking in the downtown area, and a buddy of mine was smoking weed um, the other night. And oh, yeah. Just vaping, right? Yeah. And yeah. I just crushing a vape, and, you know, it still smells like weed. So, like, there was there was a, a few people who turned around and were like, "Whoa, that's yeah. marijuana smell!" And I'm like, "What the f- fuck? What, are, what not, are we doing?" It's not a big deal. No, no. And and, and to that point, I mean, look, uh, fuck. What state was it today? That um, passed it? No, they're uh, man. Was it was it Denver or yes, it is Denver actually. Um, Magic mushrooms is what they're calling it. The legislation. Um, From they got enough dose? signatures today to 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 they know they want to sell it they want to sell it at stores with the weed stores but are they saying because they're saying it has to have some medicinal right so micro dosing apparently yeah and and it, you've got to be 21 
Right. Not 18 and up. So the first step to try to get this bill passed is enough signatures by people and all that shit. And then you have to get them verified. They reached it today. So, you know, now if that goes, that's going to be a whole nother box of weird. I mean, but that's still, that's not something that you can walk down the street doing and kind of casually um, go about your day. I, I actually don't think mushrooms should and need to be. Ah. Why do they need to be legal? I don't know. I mean, just for fun, I guess. <laughs> for fun? Just to be for, legal for, for fun? It's just for, for shits and gigs at this point. I James. just feel like if you want mushrooms for a certain thing, trip, sh- you know, music festival, you can get them, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Huh? You're not going to need them right then. Speaking of music festival, if you were going to take them, man, uh, the, the bo- we look... Did we talk about the Coachella lineup and how like ridiculous it was? No, Ariana Grande we, is the headliner. Yeah, like this this Coachella lineup for me made me was the first year that I go, no thanks. Yeah, like I don't, I have no interest so whatsoever in the, going. The the headliner is Ariana Grande on Sunday night for Coachella. Um, Childish Gambino, aka Donald Glover. Is the second night. Don't really give a shit. I don't think he's big enough for Coachella. Uh, and that, uh, no, he's the first night. And then the second night is Tame Impala. What? Who? Yeah. yeah. They're, they're head, that, that's your three headliners for that. I don't even know who your audience is. I was talking to one of my best friends who's in the, high in the music industry. Shit, he's been on the show numerous times. Uh, Brandon Bonfiglio. Yeah. Big wig. Music industry guy. And him and I used to go to all the Coachella you know, back in the day. Oh, they're going to go for sure because of Ariana. Well, that's what I said. But he, you know, I said, you're, you're, you're going for sure because of Ariana Grande. He's like, probably because they do all, you know, Hannah did uh, yeah. Thank You Next. She, she did that video and she does all of Ariana Grande's videos, I think. But, uh, and, you know, Brandon produces them. But, and I said, but is there anybody else you're excited about? I know he's a big 1975 fan and they're on the, um, they're on the bill. But he was, I was, he was like, no. You, you look at that lineup, and it's so middle school that you're like, I, I, who's your audience? Because to me, Coachella's audience has always been like more of the rich, a little bit older, you know, 20s, 30s of like, we have enough money to buy expensive ecstasy. Right. Like pure MDMA. That to me is, is what that crowd has been. This, that lineup does not reflect that crowd whatsoever. Childish Gambino and Ariana Grande. I always thought it'd be funny to go to Coachella because, you know, that's the place where everyone just tries to look as cool and as hip and as, I don't know, um, Coachella chic as they can. Right. I thought it'd be funny to go like as a full on like mom style. Mm hmm. Like mom jeans and like a floral print tucked in, maybe a gray wig and just be like, hello, millennials. Because at this point, that's the, that's where I would have to go to make, to, I'd have to go that far Yeah. because trying to fit in at this point now at like, let's say this Coachella would just be sad. Do you know what I mean? So you have to go yeah, so I far. I don't, I don't and just know be like, anybody. I'm a mom. 
I don't know anybody over 30 who could get away with going to this. Because no. what are you going to rush the stage for Ariana Grande? You're not taking drugs at, at Ariana Grande or Childish Gambino. It's fun, dude. It is a blast. But, it's but that's, fun, but at that's this the wrong. Point, and not only that, but like liquor. Liquor sales are a massive part of that. And, and you yeah. remember in L.A., people were fighting for those bartending gigs Oh, to yeah. work Coachella because you made so much money. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because there's so much money. Everybody's buying liquor all day long because you're there for fucking endless hours. And I don't know who's There's like buying. adult, now there's like adult tents for like, you know, you chill in there at the absolute tent with like the older people. Uh, I don't, like the VIP shit is always the VIP shit. It's like, always the VIP shit, but it just feels... I, I don't know. I feel the disconnect now. Either I, don't know you, I, I think it's but. just this lineup, and I don't know whether they did it intentionally. Of hey, we've got to bring, out. or we've got to bring in a younger audience yeah. to Coachella um, to, know, to go but, for, for the years to come. Because it look, nobody's drinking alcohol, hard hard alcohol. Yeah, waiting for Ariana Grande. Nobody's taking drugs, waiting for Ariana Grande or or Childish Gambino or Idris Elba. Yeah. Oh man, how weird is that? And I to- I told this story. And I know, but you're the only one. I'm the only one who told this story when I met him, and he was DJing, and, and I was like, you know, we're a private gig, and I was just like, hey man, what the fuck? And he goes, I, I would rather DJ more than act than anything than to be else. an actor. I told the story on the show. I got a bunch of messages about it, and they're like, that can't be true. And then he's playing at Coachella. <laughs> but here's the other thing. That's another perfect example of look. I I love him as a person. He's an awesome dude. Right. In real life, and he's a even better actor. I mean, Jesus Christ, the guy across the board is just winning at life. He's just a He's great winning. human being. He even got away with being creepy to Taylor. Swift. I guess they've been friends for years or something. And his wife was there. He's been married like whatever. Again, it wasn't me neither. Yeah. But it was just, I'm programmed now, I guess to be like, Oh, yeah. someone's going to have something to say about that. All he said was you look good. Yeah. You shouldn't be. You can't tell, you can't tell women they look good anymore. I guess. But, I but the, the, he, Playing at Coachella underneath the Sahara tents with all the rest of the DJs, that's your tripper's delight tent where people are doing hard drugs all day. Um, do you know how f- much it would kill my fucking buzz if I am just tripping balls and then Idris Elba comes out from the wire and just what? It would kill your buzz? Yes. If I was tripping hard weird. enough, I'd be like, you. It'd be weird. A friend of mine was at uh, one of those big, like, I think it was EDC, like the. Electric Daisy Carnival fucking thing in in uh, Vegas or or Ultra in Miami, one of the two. And Paris Hilton came out and played a DJ set for like an hour and an hour yeah. and a half. And he was just like, "Bro, I was on I was on Molly, and I just that just completely fucked up my night." And I was like, "You're just I like, bet, what? right? What's you're happening? seeing Paris Hilton yeah, just out there yeah, like this yeah. with their fucking dog, and you're like, yeah, 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 yeah." Um, strange, but then the Bonnaroo lineup dropped and it was just so like, now Whoa. I like want to go to this, <laughs> but I want to go June 15th. <laughs> so let's, I'm going to read this off cause this just drops right now. The first night is, but it's uh, like nothing thing. fish is your headliner on Friday night on Friday. So Thursday is Matt's <laughs> wait, like wait, the wait, opener wait. fish, no. fish, um, childish Gambino. Yeah. And like, look, once you're on the festival circuit, you're on the festival circuit, you pay to the other Solange, she's also on Coachella's lineup. Uh, the Abbott brothers. I didn't know you could do both. Yeah, yeah, you can now. Because they're far enough apart, yeah. mile-wise. 
Don't you have no, to be a no. certain I, amount? I, I think th- there used People to be like these big it. festivals of, of Bonnaroo, Coachella, and uh, Lollapalooza. Like no yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it doesn't really fucking matter. So June 15th, though, I would go Post Malone. Post Malone, Hosier, Hosier. 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 Yeah, there the, you go. Uh, the National. The Lonely Island, I would actually see. It'd be pretty funny. Look, It'd be funny. Bonnaroo's always had some comedians and shit. So. Okay. Um, Juice Gucci, World, playing, Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane. There's a bunch of people there. That's really funny. And then, boom, you come back for the, the final night with Fish again. And then Two sets. The, no, thank the you. The Lumineers. No, thank you. Cardi B. Em- like, I like how they've just embraced the weirdness of, like, we don't give a fuck and we're just going to have these things. I, if you, you probably haven't been to a Fish show. I've been to a Fish show. Mm-mm. For a Bonnaroo crowd. I have no interest. I, I understand. But for a Bonnaroo crowd like that. Mm-hmm. That is a great choice for the Bonnaroo crowd. Okay. Where you have 100,000 people, everybody's camping out. and Is there any VIP here? Yes, there is. Okay. There is. Um, but. F- I mean, with, I would with, totally with, rough it. And they don't, they don't have like, hey, stop your set after an hour type shit. Like, if you're playing last, you're going for, you're going to do what you want. Oh, okay. So, fish playing is. It's just a gigantic party. Whether or not you like the band or not, if you've ever been to a show, it is a fucking party where you're on drugs. I would not recommend seeing fish without being on drugs at any, yeah. any shape or form. But if you are, it's a fucking blast. And it's, it's one of those bands that is great with a large group of people that you don't have to know where you're just like, yeah, that's cool. This, this is strangers just raging. Everybody's sharing drugs fucking liquor, whatever you have. And you're like, all right, great. That is a perfect festival band for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see more of that at like a Coachella where you're just like, all right, let's have the last band be a fucking jam band. Like uh, throw, throw on widespread just once and see what happens. Just see how long they play. You know, I think there's noise ordinances there though in Palm Springs where you have yeah. to end at a certain hour. Yeah. Cause they always shut down. It's like, like done, done, oh, and everyone lights out. out. Yeah, because yeah. we've been there when they just pulled the mics. Oh yeah, where it's hey, lights have gone down on. I forget who it was. Famous the, people. Yeah, where you're just like, oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Oh, they're done. Oh, oh, okay. oh, that they're is. Done. They are. They are all done. <laughs> hey, they are done. Because I, I think um, I think they get fined by the city. Whereas Bonnaroo, I don't love a jam band though. Bonnaroo though, I don't think there is any fines. So they're just like fuck it. We do what we want. And Are the people dirtier there? Yeah. It's Bonnaroo. It's Bonnaroo. No, I'm just like, I could go in June. It's hot. I'd be ready to it's go. real hot in Tennessee. I can tell you that. Are we um, doing something else? We're seeing Rolling Stones maybe, right? We are. In June. In, uh, I, think, I think it's in, I believe it's June or July in Chicago. Right. Uh, a bunch of us are getting together, going to the Stone Show at Soldier Field. All right. Yeah. I don't think you're ready for this type of. What are you talking about? To hop, to hop back into this, this world. What do you mean I'm not ready? James, it's a, it is an all-day drinking drug extravaganza. I've never liked drinking all day, though. I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't think I you'd could be able to hop a, right into I could this. Take a, I could take a yeah, pill. and just ease into it. And that heat, though, it's, it's a lot. It's true. That's true. And I think the smell would get to me. Yeah, it would. And then I'd have to fly there, so I'd already be sick. <laughs> I'd already be puking. 
Yeah, I guess more that you say it. Yeah. Yeah, you're past. I think you're past the three day festival stage in your life. Like, hey. Oh, and you aren't. No, I could. I could go tomorrow to you know a, a good lineup. Yeah, because the, here's sure. the thing: I have kids. You don't. <laughs> Not true, James. Very true. true, friend. Where I are you going? You're leaving today. I'm, I can FaceTime him from the Sahara tent at Coachella. Hey. God. Yes, I'm leaving tonight. I'm going to uh, San Antonio, but that's for work. Mm-hmm. So we we have a, a bunch of Drinking Bros shows there. Shooting a bunch of contents for uh, BlackRifleCoffee.com, who is our chief sponsor. Beautiful segue. And I will be at the Black Rifle Coffee headquarters for the next uh, three days. Um, and they're having a, we're, like, it's a retreat for everybody. Oh, I want to tell you, you know, when you do the trust falls, because you guys will do a lot of that. Yeah. Backwards. Ah. Okay. You can't do it forwards. Yeah. They're going to have you close your <laughs> eyes and they're going to, they're going to ask you, you know, all your fellow employees, Matt, Evan, all of them are going to be behind you. Sure, sure, sure. And they're going to have to catch your... Yeah. Your uh, large body. Yeah, because... And uh, tall. I mean tall. Of course. Of course. I'm a giant man. Um, So, yeah. Fall backwards. Because, uh, look, Black Black Rifle is the the, the chief sponsor of Drinking Bros and Ross Patterson Revolution. So, every year we have a a big meeting. And, uh, look, those guys do it right over there um, across the board. I I know I always talk about how great their coffee is and their K-cups and their bags and all that stuff. But... You're going to get, like, gourmet coffee every morning, man. Yes. And, And... like the, it is legit, man. When you go into Black Rifle Coffee, um, God, what the fuck is that guy's name? I'm blanking on his name, but there's Edwin. There's Edwin, that's mm-hmm. it. Edwin makes. I mean, he'll spend hours in the morning making you. Someday I'm gonna have a, this a cup crushed, of his amazing coffee. blend where you're just like, my God, man. So like, if you think this is just a a, a bagged product that they're just kind of shipping out or whatever. It's not, man. I mean, those guys really live that life. And when you go there and have that coffee, it is it is different when you have somebody of a professional level like that making you coffee every morning where you're like, holy shit, I'm ready to butt fuck the day. Like, right. This is, I am, it I is am a humming. Deep, it's a thick, deep, rich. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's... Kicking the pants. Those guys, like Evan and Edwin in particular at BlackRifleCoffee.com are always trying out like blends from all over the world so like again this is not just like a slap a label on it and ship it out like they are genuinely trying out these beans from like ethiopia and like you know guatemala and uh, colombia and i've had i've been fortunate enough to have those you know because i've always shit on the coffee world yeah i'm i've I've always been one of those people who's like just get it in me and let's get out the door impatient yes well i've just never liked the taste of it and then i got there and then I got to go in one of those tastings with them. And Edwin was just like, all right, I'm going to make you this blend and this blend. And I was just like, God damn it, this is good. But to be on that level is, is a whole nother story. And, and look, they, they do it for, for their products. And then you get it and you're like, all right, cool. But I don't have an Edwin in my house making that shit every morning. No, you don't. Because it, it, it takes, I mean, look, he's spending a good 40, 45 minutes on that every morning. And most people, if you have kids, you don't have time for that type of shit. No, dude. No. 
So I'm a K-Cup guy, jam it down, boom, let's move on about our day. But look, BlackRifleCoffee.com is the best that's doing it. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for a one-time use of 20% off at BlackRifleCoffee.com. Next up, GhostBed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. They got the deals, 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 deals. Still doing it on those fucking deals, man. Really? Yes, $7.99. Off of a a bundle package. I don't know at this point. (laughs) And I'm afraid to email them of like, oh, hey, did you just leave this up or? Or is it real? Well, I mean, it's real because I know people are buying it and they're like, hey, man, those deals are still good that you were promoting over Christmas. And I was like, all right, cool. I don't want to email them. So in case it was a mistake, because I know they make individual pages for our listeners. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because look, uh, we we share a lot of the same listeners with with the Drinking Bros crowd and um I, I think they might have just left up the page. So it's like, eh, cool. I'm not going to email you. So go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. You can get all those Christmas deals still. Um, uh, the $7.99 off the, the bundle package is still there. The, the $500 off, the $300 off the mattress, all that shit is still there. Um, best mattress on the planet. And again, it, it's a pay-as-you-go program. You don't have to put any money down. 36 months, interest-free, and you can just pay it off. I mean... It's it's crazy. I mean, it is absolutely crazy. And again, go now if if that the deals are still up because eventually they're going to change. I would imagine, right? Like you can't just keep doing that forever. It's one of those things where maybe they just build a homepage and just left it, or maybe yeah, yeah. But that's how good the deal is. Where you're just like, oh fuck it, just keep going, keep using it. Um, Ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Next up, we've got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Strikeforce Energy is the premier energy drink in the biz. Talking about a ridge, lemon, orange, make America grape again. 750 milliliter bottles where it's at, though. That is Boy. the answer to boom, all boom, your boom. Let's problems. go back to the room. 10-pack, 40-pack. And that's 750. Get it in you. Kick the can, kids. You don't need the can anymore. Strikeforceenergy.com is giving you all you need in this life. Uh, again, if you're on a diet too after the holidays, like pretty much everybody in America is, no carbs or sugars. So you're good to go on that. You're ready to rock. And um, if you hate just pounding water, you know, just plain water, put a little of that in there and, and that'll prevent you from crashing in the afternoon on these, on these diets. Especially, man, like the first couple of days, you're ready to crash Dude. after these fucking diets, man. Brutal. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. They also have a subscription of the month club along with Black Rifle Coffee. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Last but not least, we've got StraightRazors.com. Ooh, that's a clean cut. Smooth. Are you right, kid? Mm. Did I catch you off guard a little bit? A little bit, you did. <laughs> you thought I was going to go long. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's enough of that. People already wrote in about your beat it show. What? Beat it. Beat it. I still don't know the words to beat it. Tell me. No, Dave. You don't know it either. You go beat it. Oh, beat it. You go to Apple Music because you're a family member of mine 
who has purchased I refuse it. to click on Michael Jackson. <laughs> so I guess I'll never know. We'll get to that in a second. Um, uh, yeah, the Michael Jackson thing that we were talking about. Uh, StraightRazors.com's the finest uh, shaving products in the biz for a dude. Their smolder aftershave is the greatest thing on the planet, man. I know I say it every time. That and their cologne I use to death. Um, their straight razors are amazing. They got a safety razor as well if you don't want to use a straight razor. So it, it looks like your normal razor, but it there's something cra- there's something better about the blade and it just keeps you fresher. Probably about a day and a half more than just your, your average razor. Big fan of all the products. Uh mustache wax is on fleek today. Um and their beard oil is amazing too. Everybody's using their beard oil. It's the only one. Straightrazors.com, promo code revolution, twenty percent off. And of course, my books, When Darkness Falls, He Doesn't Catch in a Night She Cries While He Rides a Steed, are available everywhere across America. Amazon's the easiest way to get them. And then uh, Audible. Uh, if you love hearing our lovely voices three days a week, these are six and a half hours a piece of magic on Audible or iTunes or whatever. And it's a team full of actors. We got an Oscar winner in the last one. And it's the highest rated book on Audible. Crazy. 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 But I want to di- dive into your Michael Jackson thing about supporting people because we talked about this last episode, supporting people who have done bad shit, right? Uh-huh. The latest, again, is this R. Kelly thing, which we, yes, we were we talking about. touched on. But it keeps going. I, I didn't know this was like a six or seven part series. It just mm-hmm. keeps You're just like, oh, this is on every night now. I'm caught up, We are sure. living his life. Mm-hmm. John Legend was on. Um, talking about R. Kelly and, you know, what, being a sexual predator and yeah. all that other bullshits. Well, yeah. last night on Twitter, after that, everybody was like, hey, man, you and Chrissy Teigen are fucking hypocrites. You know, we, we've got pictures of you chumming it up with Harvey Weinstein, you know, multiple events over and over and over again for years. And it's like... And it had to be recent because they haven't been together for that long. No, no. And, and he put up this statement on Twitter last night and said, I don't know why you guys are sending me these things. We didn't find out about Harvey Weinstein until the rest of the world did. And he's a monster and should be fucking prosecuted the same way as R. Kelly, blah, blah, blah. Yes, you did know. Everybody in town knew. If you found out at the same time as everyone else, then it's a long time. Yeah. Because we all knew. Everyone knew. So, like, that bullshit, like, this hypocritical bullshit out of celebrities has just reached a max level where it's like, man, again, these are... These are people who have been, oh, my God, we're against the border and you're tearing families apart and all this other shit and you shouldn't build a wall. They have a fucking 12-foot wall around their house. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was on TMZ. You have a gigantic wall around your house. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, this thing, sexual predators and all this other shit, great. But but it's, it's like, I, granted, you weren't friends with R. Kelly, but you were friends with Harvey Weinstein. So mm-hmm. I, w- what's the difference there? Everybody knew what was going on in town. There's no way, there's no fucking way any of these people were that dumb. And that's why it's, a, it's dangerous territory for a celebrity or someone that's been in the industry for a long time to cast any stones. Because at one point you've brushed with or you've oh, yeah. made Easily. some you know questionable deals to get where you're at or whatever. Like yeah. you just as you know, if you're in that industry, you need to be careful. And that's why you always shouldn't weigh in on everything. Yeah. You know, um, you know, who the master of that is, is uh, DiCaprio, you know, DiCaprio. Look, it, it, Wolf of Wall Street and all that stuff got popped. Right. Right. Um, 
he, he do you know he actually testified in federal court uh, last week? No. He was somehow able he guy's a fucking messiah. He's a genius. He was somehow able to get in yeah. to federal court in yeah. DC. Wait, wait. In and out testify. No one even knew he was there until a week later. I don't even know how that's fucking possible. Uh, of somebody of that fame. Because that, that trial is still going on. Of, you want to know why? Because he keeps his fucking mouth shut. It's crazy. It's crazy. The more you fucking chime in, people are going to be watching yeah. to take you down. Yeah. And he knows where this money was coming from and all this other shit. But he's never, you know, barked up about it. Never said anything about it. Like, we all know. Like He also, like, <laughs> there's some questionable sexual stuff in his past too yeah you know what i mean i haven't heard you never hear shit from dicaprio you don't hear shit from him i don't know where he is in america right now i antarctica or so i know i know he's doing who knows the only thing you'll hear out of dicaprio and i look i peeped over it because i didn't know he had i didn't even know he had an instagram um he's got an instagram and a twitter but it's all environmental yeah that's it a hundred percent environmental shit nothing out of him anywhere just about the environment of this is happening this is happening that's it it's, it's two environmental social yeah. media sites, and that's it. And that's why Bono hushed The guy's up a too. master, because, yeah. you know, some of the, th- the things that were at question uh, in the federal court was uh, a gift. Uh, one of the gifts that he received um, for doing Wolf of Wall Street was Marlon Brando's Oscar that he won from On Which, the Waterfront. Like, as an actor, you're like, oh, my God. One, you're like, oh, my God. Two, you also know as an actor, selling Oscars... And acquiring them is illegal. If you find them or you were able to get them, there is a, there is a law with Oscars that if it gets seized mm-hmm. by some other f- entity other than the person it was supposed to go to or their family members or whatever, you, the, the, the Oscars has the right to buy it back for $1. So when this Oscar got seized uh, from DiCaprio, mm-hmm. DiCaprio's like, oh, I'll give it back because it was an illegal gift. It can't be an illegal gift. So you can gift it to whoever you want, mm-hmm. but it cannot be illegal and it cannot be at auctions and things like that. Oh, okay. Um, and the, they, after this meeting, the Oscar, the Academy went in, bought the award back for a dollar. So they have it now. Right. One dollar. Um, but he knew where this money was coming from. Sure. Didn't say shit. Mm-hmm. Went and cooperated, gave everything back. Because one of them was like, a, I think a Picasso portrait. And, um, I mean, he, you, he, he know, it all back. you know, when you're getting the <laughs> stuff though, it's like, I think one oh, was like a thanks. sculpture from like Salvador Dali or something and you're crazy thinking, too. Like, yeah. Where did they, where did this weird Asian man get this? And look, I, I have never been at, at a, anywhere close to a DiCaprio level as an actor, but I, I've done a lot of films, independent films, and I've had to go seek financing from whoever I can promise you on more than one occasion. The money that I received from people to finance these films was more than likely illegal. Sure. They were trying to hide it or something. For uh, some kind I, of- I, or, or, yeah, yes. They were trying to hide it from overseas or they just wanted to meet famous people. So, sure. like, there was a couple movies that it was just like, all right, great. You know, uh, a couple Saudi princes showed up to take a picture with an actress. Right. Just because they were a fan of, of X. They financed the movie off of that, mm-hmm. and they came, showed up, were there for a day, went out, dropped 25, 30 grand at a club that night, and without blinking, showed up in Ferraris that were rented when they landed and left. And mm-hmm. I was just like, hey, who are those guys? Oh, they, right. they financed your movie. 
great. Don't care. Don't want to know anymore. <laughs> yep. I don't want to know any more than that. hundred percent. And, but I knew. So like if there was ever a story that came out against me later of like, you know, Oh, Russ did this or whatever. I'd be the first one to be like, yeah, I did. Yeah. And I knew exactly who those people were. You know what? I didn't, I didn't ask a fucking question and I didn't make a stink about it. Right. I just um, made the movie. Same with the, oh, same with the DiCaprio thing with the, with the Wolf of Wall Street. To me, Wolf of Wall Street might arguably be my favorite movie of all time. I think. Okay. I love it. Oh, it's amazing. It is so fucking good. I could watch it once a week and, and i mean it's 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 up there with shawshank for me okay and for a different reason um shawshank was a fantastic drama and all of that shit and i, and I loved it i, I love like forrest gump but like i enjoyed the shit out of watching that that film for whatever reason right i just think it's hilarious and really well done across it fires the board you up dude too. totally uh and that speech i'm not fucking leaving i'm not fucking leaving gets you going love it love it i don't care as a not only as a fan, but ha- happen to know some of those people who worked on the movie. A lot of people who worked on the movie. Um, I don't care how it was financed. I don't no. give a shit how it was financed. I don't care where the money. I, all I care about was that the movie got made because it wasn't getting made at a studio. That movie sat at a studio for 10, 12 years, I think it was. And Scorsese was like, look, man, I need X amount of dollars to make this happen. And so, so did DiCaprio. And they stood by it forever because DiCaprio owned that. He bought the rights to the book. He, he loved the book and whatever and was just like, look, I, I want to do this. And uh, I will wait until there's enough financing to do this properly because if you don't have the, the right amount of financing to do this properly, it's going to be a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. With the legal money and all that other shit that came in, that, and that's what obviously financed it. Like, I don't care. It was the greatest movie of all time. DiCaprio never said shit. He's never come out and, and spoke against, you know, other people no. or other things like yeah. nothing, nothing whatsoever. So I don't give a shit whatsoever. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? He's never preached in anybody's faces like John Legend and Chrissy Teigen. Like he's never preached about anything. He's the environment. But even that he's not pointing people out. No, he's really just trying to hide raise, money, raise awareness. Yeah. And hide money in his, um, <laughs> in a he's charity, trying to Bono his way to, in a, in a charity yeah. to millions. And I, that's exactly. okay. Yes. Cause uh, good things do end up happening. They do. They do. So I don't care if, you know, some dirty money sneaks through sure. genuinely trying to do good shit. What I do care about is the hypocrisy of all this shit mm-hmm. where it's like, man, if you're going to tell everybody else to do this shit, it, at least do it yourself. Um, because you look like you look like an asshole, like this uh, Patricia Arquette speech, you know, the other night. It was all bleeped out during the Golden Globe, so I, yeah. I didn't get to hear, like because she said fuck and some other shit, asshole and some shit. Yeah, yeah so we we really didn't get to hear the speech. I, apparently, she had said that you know it, it feels powerful to be a fifty year old woman who's just unapologetic about sex and all this other shit. Oh, and it was like, hey, man. You were the proponent, like you were one of the biggest voices for the Me Too movement. Now, like, mm-hmm. it's okay if a woman is, because we watched the show. Yeah. Is, is you know, luring this fucking prisoner in to, to fuck her for shit. Like, I, right. I, it, it seems weird to me that that's your, yeah. It's, it, was, it reminded me of when Ashley Judd got up during the Women's March and gave that speech about women. And, but she was like, yeah, where's my nasty my nasty, nasty pussy babies. Yeah, yeah, we were just like, Stop. She Jesus didn't Christ. 
Well, they were just wearing a pussy hat saying, right. yeah, it was my nasty women. Yeah, you show them your nasty bodies and your pregnancies and your periods. And you're just like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, that is not very ladylike. Um, just don't be a hypocrite about it. I don't get, I don't like, I don't give a fuck what you do. Right. Um, but, but I can't take you seriously if that's what you're going to do. So when this John Legend thing popped up last night. And now he's taken, you know, enormous amounts of heat what for What I love is that people are starting to hate them. I <laughs> love it. Because it's one of those things where I just sit back and go, told you. Yeah. Told you when they were your darlings. I know. You were hiring them for everything and they were just the best. They're so awesome. And now you're starting to see. Yeah. And I'm loving that people are starting to hate them. I think I think it'll go even more than it is now. I think the fame thing goes one of two ways where you want to be liked by everybody. So you start saying the things that that's, you know, will make you seem like a better person or more liked in public. I think that's that was the thing with them where it was just like, hey, we it seems like everybody loves us. You know, like Chrissy Teigen, like everybody loves us. Let's just do all of the things that we think everybody loves. And then that'll just keep growing and growing and growing. To me, it's the opposite it with them. It seems seem fake. Mm-hmm. And, Inauthentic. And, yes. If you aren't just, you know, popping a tweet every once in a while to, you know, whatever it is. But I, overexposure, really, I mean, it it depends on who you are and what your ultimate goal is or whatever. But these people that just love the fame so much. Yeah. Uh, that shows, I think. And you just crush it. Like, um... Of mice and men. You know what I mean? <laughs> like Lenny? Yeah, you just like, you get this cute little puppy and you just yeah, love mice. it well, it's, so it's, it's much. It's a mouse, but yeah. Which he did to a puppy too. Okay. But um, you just love it so much that you, you crush it. And so <laughs> you kill it. Yeah. You know, so I think stepping back a little bit and, you know, kind of like with this show, we just, you know, low and slow. Yeah. Stay Steady. working, right? Yeah. Just stay working and moving forward. Just keep gaining listeners. We're over 1.5 now. 1.5 million. Um, but yeah, it's with those people, it's just be who you are and, and that's it. Or but be DiCaprio. Come out, do great fucking work and disappear. Disappear. <laughs> and let people, because I, I do think he did this little environmental uh, documentary on he did, Netflix. Yeah. And yeah. he was... He was talking quite a bit more than you hear him normally. Right. And you go, oh, okay. I could see that if he did this a lot. It would get annoying. It would just, you would just be like. Very Al Gore. It'd be very Bradley Cooper. You know what I mean? Where it's very, I don't know. I don't know, but it was was something where I go, smart. Somebody told you to shut the fuck up and you did it. (laughs) You know, and just. Staying under the radar. Daniel Day-Lewis, I think people kind of, you know, look at that kind of thing. Sam Rock- Rockwell used to be that way. We're just like, you don't see him out anywhere. And he would just do these things and kind of live normal life. And then, yeah. you know, Walt Goggins, like all of this, where it's like, try your best to be normal. Go to work. Right? That's how I would want to do it. These things where it's like, you know, John Legend, Christy Teague and all of this. I, I just think that ruins it. Yeah. Crushes it, it. it. For example, 
if we blew up and became like, you know, Stern and, and Robin. Let's I wouldn't want it. Yeah. No, I'm just joking. Yeah. No, that'd be fine. But they asked us to host an environmental fundraiser. Uh, our, if we did that, like our, our, the audience would turn in a second and be like, what the fuck are you? There's no fucking way you guys do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Russ, you don't care. Yeah. No, no, or I don't. We would have to really pick and choose things that would be our strength. So if they were like, <laughs> yeah. hey, do this corporate event or do this thing, you know, host with Carson Daly, I would have to be like, I don't know if I could handle it. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, you remember back in the day where you used to have to strategically plan things oh yeah yeah to think about your career in the long run you would like not take certain shitty movies or reality shows or whatever where it's like don't don't do this gig right don't do that really don't hurts do, your career yeah don't do last comic standing do you know what i mean like do things that will that are on your roadmap people don't do that shit anymore no they just do everything throw it all against the wall and hopefully they'll retain five hundred thousand. yeah followers exactly you know yeah so i don't think people are strategically planning their careers anymore it's no. just whatever fucking comes up i'm gonna do it whether it's to my strength or not yeah so i would not do what anything probably <laughs> nothing for me I, like there was only one thing i was really passionate about like on the come up which was uh, clay and i crawford you know my, my beef fry we always did a bunch of veteran charities any, anything we could for that um and that was like our only he still. Yeah. Continues but, well, both of us. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I, funny I think because a lot of people ask, they're like, how do, I don't understand why you're best friends with, you know, three military guys and all this other shit. And I was like, well, I've been working on veteran charities for years. And I was like, kind of my favorite people because it's just, you know, we're the same. We like yeah. drinking, shooting, same shit. Like it's working easy. hard, getting yes. off. Yeah. Like our work ethic is all the same and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And I was like, I, I just, I never really related with uh, other actors and all that shit. I just yeah. couldn't get behind that pussy mentality of life. But, um, so that was a natural transition, but like, yeah, I've, I've been doing that stuff for years. So it didn't really, eh. That was my jam, but I, I also never jammed it in anybody's faces either. Where I was right. just like, "Hey, you need to do more for this or this or this." Like, n- never. You'll never see a post of me saying that, right? Just because it's like, "Hey, man, you can yes, like a DiCaprio, you can do this stuff on your own." And the people who you're helping know, you don't need to stuff it in everybody else's yeah. faces and make them yeah. do shit. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, for you, I think you would like maybe the one thing you would do is. Um, uh, like, like if Anthony, like they opened up an Anthony Bourdain school of just how to be an asshole to people for foods. I think I you'd would be great at that. Do yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. That Where was you're just weird. Slapping food out of people's yeah, hands. Yeah. Yeah. He like, didn't do that. You would never have a Malbec with still, Waffle House. I still cry about two nights ago. Cried about <laughs> Bourdain. You you bought a shirt. A shirt showed up I in got, the mail. I know. I got a, t- a T of that famous picture of him just looking off to the side, whatever. Everyone <laughs> has it. Cried. Cried about it. I saw some picture of him like looking. He's like sitting on a desert, some vast, it'll probably Egypt or some shit. And he's just looking out. Yeah. And he just started crying. <laughs> Is that crazy? Yes. His death has affected me more than any family member or anything. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Was I working or something? Was I upstairs working? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, you're, just, you're downstairs. I'm doing crying. like sleep training, so we uh we don't really see each other. Yeah. Anymore. <laughs> for a little while, right? You know how well, it goes. Well, yeah, for the newborn, that's the way it yeah, is. Yeah, that's the way it goes. It's just easier for me to just deal with it for the week or whatever it takes. But yeah, yeah, and just crying. And I just was like, I don't want to get too serious, but I think it was the first time. This is so ridiculous. Why? Why? It was the first time what? Tell it's me. not ridiculous, sure, but I don't know me. if I want to get too serious right yeah, now. Tell me. I, I, so it was the first time that I realized, I think I'm ashamed to say that before Anthony Bourdain killed himself, anytime someone would talk about depression having depression to the point of wanting to kill themselves again i'm ashamed to say that i would just be like like get your shit together do you know what i mean right in a way where i'm like it can't be that bad like you get help you know what i mean take meds get outside yeah go for a run sure naively i would be like kind of be like there's something they could have done and when Bourdain, who to me was like larger than life. Mm -hmm. For some reason, he just, he was the coolest. He just got life the way that I thought it should be, you know, enjoyed and and whatever. And when that, with no, uh, you know, in, in a hotel room in the middle of the night with your friend down the hall, with a daughter at home, with a girlfriend, that it could that darkness could grab you and you just could not let go. So you've never had any bouts of depression in your life? Serious depression at all? Not depression. No, I've never been suicidal ever. And we've talked about this before. It's something that is so beyond me. I don't understand ever wanting to kill yourself. I just don't. And I always thought, again, I hate to say, but I always thought that people that did or that had that kind of depression, like there was something they weren't doing, you know, there was something they could have been doing more that it isn't some black, dark monster that comes and grabs you. And with the Bourdain thing, it just, I guess I just realized that it's something that you can't, that eventually will get you. Yeah. Yeah. I've look, I've, I've, had depression at certain points in my life and I, I like I completely understand it so like when when people kill killing themselves killing yourself not killing myself but to the point of like I there's yeah yeah I think we've all had thoughts to be honest with you I have not and I don't you think every I don't I, think everyone has had I don't think that's true the serious what if something happened to one of our children you, yeah, you, you, you said, "Hey, I, I would." I, I, oh, I would kill myself. Yes, but I haven't had that yet. Right, and you know that didn't happen to him. Do you know what I mean? Like, no. if someone, if someone's child dies and but, they but kill themselves, but, but, I would be like, "Get it, yeah, I got it." But 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 to put it in perspective, you have the one thing that would cause you to 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 commit suicide. Okay, right. That means, and that's your reason. That's your personal reason. That's your thing. Everybody out there has their own personal thing, I think, that's their individual thing, be it a child dying or a parent or a traumatic experience at war or whatever it is that you want to come back and you want to end your life. Yeah. So I think, I think once you... I'm saying I understand th- This that is now. why I understand depression, and I have always understood depression, is I think everyone has that one thing in their life 
uh, a job, uh, you know, uh, d- divorce or something that would push them over the edge where it would be too much for them to live and end their yeah. life. Yes. And so I've always understood it. Um, I'm surprised that it took Anthony Bourdain like that. That, that was the Just one. Just because I don't have that. In you, when yeah. you don't have that kind of deep, deep depression or PTSD or, you know, whatever, like not, I haven't had really horrible things happen in my life, I guess. So when you, there is a lot, and there's a lot of people like the way that I was that, that just think like depression isn't real. Come on, buck up. Yeah. You know, you see people in doing like Instagram personalities or whatever that are just like come on just like get your shit together blah 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 right yeah thinking that it's that easy yeah it, it and is not addressing not that easy. it's definitely not that easy for some people you know for me yeah if i was like sad about something feeling fat whatever and someone told me get my shit together get outside run it always makes you feel better that would work for me because i don't have that big dark demon following me that can grab me in the middle of the night like Anthony Bourdain like just felt like he was just running from it forever and with no you know rhyme or reason or whatever it just got him yeah Yeah. like I picture just it grabbing him out of the window and no one was there to like grab him back right yeah again his friends down the the hall like for me felt that bad or that whatever i would call my friend and be like hey dude can we grab a drink yeah that's just me because i don't have that sure i don't have that imbalance like it's a real thing and um yeah it takes what it takes for people to understand that kind of deep depression and you know anthony bourdain was what made me realize that there's a lot of people that are actually dealing with that and that telling them to buck up and to eat better more, or whatever. By the way, it's, it's more than you think. More than I think. And that telling them to buck up is a, is a naive and stupid way to fucking handle yes, it. Yes, absolutely. I, and, and there's I, a I lot of people that do that. And, and so. by the way, I've never posted anything like that, nor have you. No, or it's no, just like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying this is just a personal, you know, yeah. I don't post shit about shit. The, but this is a personal thing that I just, that I got to. The only know. thing that I, I was depressed about and almost wanted to kill myself was your crime corner on the last episode my gosh and i am sorry <laughs> that was the darkest shit i've ever heard and it that was really, one of those way, you didn't even let me, me finish it stuck with me i said the headline i'm not even gonna say it again you guys have to listen if you want to hear it and you were just like no 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 you are not going no. into it that by the way that one stuck with me for a good four or five hours <laughs> After because again, show. it is, it was a thinker Ugh. and I didn't, ex, you know, I didn't expand on it at all. I just said the one sentence and then you can all just <laughs> figure it out from there. You can go to the last episode and listen to it if you want. It is, oh God, that one lived with me for like four or five I'm days. Sorry. So you asked me before we came on the show today, you were like, Hey, I want to redeem myself. With I want to redeem myself. With I another mean, crime corner, crime corner. <laughs> crime Connor. so this guy in uh louisiana 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 takes um 
just being prepared and being um, wanting to protect yourself and um, having guns, you know, in your car and your house and stuff and just being concealed and all of this. He takes it to another level. So the deputies, (laughs) um, let's see. Let me start over. Oh, no, I'm just boy. joking. <laughs> joking. So officers were called to this house uh, where this lady, Lori Dupuy. Oh. Very Cajun, right? No, uh, no R in that, huh? Mm-mm. Dupuy. How do you spell Dupuy? <laughs> D-U-P-U-Y? Um, okay. Dupuy. What would you say? What would you say? Dupuy. 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 Dupois. Dupois. I don't know. Du- Dupuis. That was awesome. Sounds like somebody saying Dupree with a lisp. <laughs> anyways. Anyways. So they were called for suspicious activity. And this lady, you know, answered. Uh, she gave him a false name and then fled. So there was another guy there, Justin Savoy. Mm-hmm. Big fan of hers. <laughs> His Justin Savoy, yeah. Yep. He was also home, and so they did a pat down. They found a concealed handgun, mm. marijuana, pipe, pipe. Ooh. Huge, big stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, they also found a homemade zip gun in his truck. Ooh. Okay, and a several additional firearms um, with homemade suppressors inside his vehicle. So, obviously, they take him to jail, okay? Yeah. During a strip search, they find a gun in his butt. So, huh. he had, I mean, we're talking house, pocket. Sure. Car. Yep. But, now listen. But. At how, what point did the, here's my. How big my was the gun? Is there, is there a photo of Now, it? look. <laughs> During the strip search, Okay. Uh, the found, they found of... a small gun concealed in his butt. Okay. Um, the caliber and make of the gun has not been released. That's the key. That is going to be the key. But when here's we get my... the, the caliber and the make of it. Then you're really going to be able to know yeah. the level of commitment uh, to protection that this guy had. Why? So my thing is, so the, the cops came there for this lady. Um. You know, she flees. Then they question the guy. At what point did he put this in his butt gun in the butt? Right. Or how long has it been in there? Exactly. Yeah. So did they take their eyes off of him while they were questioning the lady? Did he just <coughs> shigook? Yeah. And why? If you're going to if the guns are going to be in the, the car, in the house, in the pocket. Yeah. Why would you just need that last one in, in the butt? In your butt. Replica? The dad gave it to him. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Is it something you wanted to keep? World War II? I don't, I don't know. World War II I don't know is what, a rifle. what it is. My thing is this. I have a very small Canal. Uh, concealed carry gun that I... Boy, I'm just trying to think of how that would stuff into my asshole. It's a weird angle. It's a weird angle because then you it's gotta, also... Because it's wide then. Like, that's a wide... Yeah, you got to go... It's like an because L. Because if it's Obviously just... Go yeah, so if it's just the um, barrel, cool. Yeah, yeah. If it's just the handle, cool. <laughs> if you're going barrel and handle to the point where they don't find it till the... Now, 
I'm going to let you guys know the strip search doesn't happen till after the whole booking process. Yeah, so you've got to you've got to so ride, in the, car, go, ride in the car, sit on the bench, do the whole fucking sit thing. on the yeah. bench, go through all the paperwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get he has his mug shot during his mug shot. Yep, his gun is in there. Yeah, um, fingerprints, all of that, and then you finally get your dress, you know, your clothes. Yeah, and you're also in the holding cell for a while. Yeah, oh yeah. Then you get your clothes. You get in the in the area where you're going to change, and that's where the strip search happens. Mm. So all of that for what? They already found all the other guns. <laughs> for what? Maybe there was someone he wanted to shoot on the inside. You ever think about that? That's a long way to go, yeah. friend. Yeah, it is. It's a long way. It's they, a bold, they were called for a, a, a lady. It's a Suspicious bold move. activity. And I yeah. support him. I support him. Yeah. Uh, you redeemed yourself, James. I like that one. I like that one. Let's get to the revolutionary figure of the day, shall we? This one's going to be two. We're going, oh. we're going twosies here today. Uh, we're taping the show on Tuesday. It's January 8th. This was uh, David Bowie and Elvis Presley's birthday today. Okay. Yeah. I two. liked one of those. <laughs> Which one did you hate, Elvis? I just, he's like, it's Michael Jackson to me. It's just like... <laughs> Everyone is so. I mean, the the way that people go crazy over him, over Elvis for what? Yeah, uh, he was the first. He was the first guy. Love me down. Yeah, and, and by the way, I'm not gonna say first rock star or first you know rock and roll artist because a lot of people say that it's 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 probably Chuck Berry. Let's be real, um, right? But he was the first person that exploded with like massive fucking fame. Where he was the first pop star to me, so he was cute. I'll give him that. Well, I mean, but combine cute. it with you know him and Michael Jackson. Uh-huh. When you're pounding out hits and doing something that's never been done, dancing wise, because I thought about this, dancing wise, Michael Jackson did shit you never seen before. Elvis Presley did shit you never seen before. Shaking the legs around. And yeah, stuff? nobody ever did that on stage where it was just like, oh my god, that's sexually provocative at the time. Okay. You have to look at it uh, yeah, over no, time. I know, I just, um, I'm just not impressed. It, exactly. You, you're nuts, but the rest of the world is. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. why people revere these artists. Of, Bowie, I fucking love. Yeah, Bowie's one of my all-time faves. So, yeah. yeah I, if I, look, if I had to choose one to bring back to life, it would be Bowie. I'm not, you know, I'm not yeah, going to yeah, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Elvis was great, and I mean, shit, he... Change the world, uh, so to speak. I mean, fuck, he was doing movies, all that shit. Like, yeah, none of that would have been possible, you know, if he didn't do it. So, all those guys, you know, totally. Sinatra moved into films after that. A lot of yeah. people moved in. Musicians moved into films after after Elvis did it. So, big deal, big deal for those two. It's a fun show, James. Yeah. Um. What do you What are you, what are you snacking on right there? What is that? Almonds. Oh yeah. It's the only snack. Yeah, during the diet holiday. Let's try that, that beef jerky from Grill Your Ass Off. I'm a big fan of that. It's a nice little afternoon snack. There you go. Off to San Antonio, kids. I will be live down there for uh, the next three or four days. And I'll see you next week for Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables. I am Ross Patterson. Good night, everyone. Good night.